Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to Fanvic Fanvic Zeta Plus, <laughs> where we talk about Fallout Equestria, the hybrid My Little Pony and Fallout fanfic, because we just followed up uh, having talked for a year about how a reactionary tapeworm person uh, tried to revise it. I'm yeah. your co-host, Sir Weirdington Esquire. Joining me, uh, as always, is your host, Fi. How you doing, I'm Fi? Doing, I'm doing great. This is never not going to feel awkward and backwards, but um, but I'm slowly acclimatizing to getting introduced second. Hey, everybody. Uh, yay, we're in another episode of the hopefully not nearly as sloggy uh, as last chapter was uh, uh, Fall of Equestria, as opposed to Fall of Equestria Project Horizons. Of which what, this what was... Was last chapter sloggy? I refresh my memory. <laughs> We're getting better into leading into those too. Uh, gosh, uh, what did actually happen last chapter? Last chapter was primarily uh, uh, the battle of. Well, I wouldn't say even like the battle because the battle makes it sound like important, but it was like Little Pip doing stuff in Ponyville, uh, which has been taken over as like a kind of like a hot spot of some kind. And uh, she was like, if I remember, like the course of the events, she like, uh, like lockpicks a chest, gets a cool dress, leaves after like being exposed to like an explosive for the first time. Is that when they bump into the watcher? I think they bump into the watcher then, and uh, the watcher gives them like advice to like go back in there because there's something you need. When she goes back in there, do we get the grim, dark, dark, dark uh, descriptions of? grisly uh splayed open corpses everywhere uh to tell us that this is a very serious informature no, worse over here's a really nice thing that would be pleasant to uh, uh to exist in the world and a penis has been drawn on it and blood it's 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 uh uh, uh i i don't know i don't want to i don't want to always cover for this story every time it makes missteps but this definitely is one of those things of like too faithfully recreating the tone that Fallout 3 had when it came to Raiders, where they just kind of had, like, splayed open corpses, sort of for no reason other than Raiders were just bad dudes who did bad dude things, um, because they were, like, entirely, like, early human fodder that were just designed to be killed out in the first, like, ten levels of the game. And by that being wholly unexamined uh, leads to the early parts of the story having a lot of just chaff characters who never get names. They sometimes might get it as like a cutie mark. Like one of them in this, I believe gets a cutie mark of like a splayed open carcass. Yes. Uh, flayed. <laughs> hey, Flay. Uh, but yeah, she, she saves some people, including a, like, <laughs> as we're describing it, hyper realistic zombie horse corpse <laughs> that could still move around and talk. Um, I don't know, it just really makes me think of, like, creepypasta levels of just, like, and then a hyper-realistic skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and Labrador Town was playing backwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she saves a bunch of folks in cages from evil, up to no good evil raiders, and I think the chapter ends off with them with Pip getting a book on like survival, essentially like wasteland survival, uh, written by Ditsy Do. All right, chapter four, perspective. Uh, this week's mystery quote. I don't know why it took an interest to you. <clears throat> I don't know why it took an interest in you, but I'd be careful. It's never helped anyone before. Ominous. Because the thing that has taken interest in her is the thing that advised her to go into that murder hole. I can only assume that's what it's talking about. Even though I'm not sure that I'm going to assume that's what it's talking about, because, like, I already know the spoiler of, like, who and what the Watcher is. So. Yeah, and if you, if you didn't know, Watcher's pretty ominous, in my opinion, because, like, they're sort yeah, of morally ambiguous. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it, it's really suspect, and in this chapter, it's... It's distinctly desperate in a, in a kind of interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so let's let's get into it. Um, uh, looking at my notes, uh, we open in media res with a lightning gunfight. Um, uh, this is again pretty well written. Like we we like uh, open it was stupid. Uh, uh, in sentence, new paragraph. A blast of lightning fired past me, shattering uh, an old clock in the back of the office I was cowering in. Uh, so, like, we, we, we open with action. Like, we, 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 we uh, and then uh, she, she, she backfills, like, where she is and what's happening, uh, why she went into this place. Um, it's filled with uh, robots with, with uh, uh, apparently living brains in them. Uh, but Pip is, is too nice of, like, can't can't even begin to countenance the idea that they're pony brains, and uh, even has a hard time uh, uh, coping with the idea that they might even be animal brains. It's just too awful. This is our first name drop of uh, two concepts, zebras and the Ministry of Technology. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, surrender, uh, vile zebra in the name... Uh, oh, wait. Uh, surrender in the name of the Ministry of Technology, zebra scum is the... Uh, Poster. Exact line. Yeah. Um, that opens oh, yeah, up a thing. whole new world of, of lore. Yes. Um, this is this is a very I'd say take a note, somber, but presumably he read this. Yes. <laughs> like must have. Um, it's so weird. Like um, this. It, it's it. Uh, this this chapter is really heavy with incidental and environmental storytelling and 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 uh and and lore drops like like we get a whole bunch of lore about the the overworld the the, the wasteland all throughout this chapter and nobody is explaining it it's, it's yeah it's just it, sort of happening at pip yeah it's it's incidental features of the, of the landscape she's wandering around so um i think i i'm, I'm gonna summarize like before i i, I can continue summarizing specific events i'm gonna say that this chapter was so much better <laughs> Um, Pit like uh, 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 K Cat like stops with the like, for the most part with the like pure video gameism and like gives us a like adaptation of a level I'm sure she cleared in in Fallout Three. Like this, this, this does like I, okay. I can see how this is probably like a retelling of of some uh, dungeon instance in Fallout Three. But it's adapted for a story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, whereas last chapter was very much okay. You're you're recounting to me a video game you played. Mm-hmm. Um, this is full of stuff that I can't imagine was in a game. Like, um, uh, it's 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 a lot more literary. If 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 like if if that seems like a valid term, all over the chapter. Like, and I, and I'll highlight a couple points. But one of them is um, uh, so she has to get across a catwalk. Uh, mm-hmm. in order to, like, save herself from being uh, c- cooked on the inside, and has mm. to count on their, uh, the, the these robots, uh, these these brain bots' shitty aim. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one, uh, while one, she... one quick second, where are we now? Because last week we were in Ponyville, so... Oh, oh, sorry, I, I, um... It's alright. The, the story did get such a good job of backfilling where the hell she is that I forgot to, to <laughs> yeah, let you, the audience yeah, in. Yeah, you, you as, um, the, as the narrator is like, hey, you know... Th- I didn't have to explain this because it's already here. <laughs> uh. Um. Uh. So the the guide said, uh, 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 "Make the wasteland work for you. Like make uh, uh pre war technology work for you." And um. Uh. Pip. Uh, uh. Took that to mean well. I guess I'll loot one of these old buildings. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem so hard. Oh God! It's hard as hell. <laughs> It's so hard. Why is everything <laughs> difficult? Um. So the building she decided to 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 to, to plunder, um, was uh. Let's see here. Iron uh, shod. Iron shod yeah. firearms. I can't believe I remembered that. The the iron shod firearms building, and yeah. it turned out it was full of still still functioning cyborgs. Yep. Barely cyborgs. Yeah. Brain bots. Um, yeah. Uh, presumably, implicitly, they they have uh, the brains of uh, long driven insane ponies still in them. Yes, uh, and and they shout very um, portal turret kind of uh, lines of dialogue at her as they as they mm-hmm. fire their lightning guns. Yeah, for context, this is something from Fallout Three, uh, uh, Robo Brains, uh, and in in the lore of Fallout, at least, it's the uh, the like. Situation that makes them uh, robot brains immortality is kind of a like double-edged sword that it eventually decays and like uh, the person inside of it experiences severe dementia over the millenn- like over centuries of being a robo brain. So yeah, they're just been reduced to like shouting racial like racist slogans now. Uh, as 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 they try to cook uh, any pony they meet alive, assuming mm-hmm. they're uh, they're they're zebras. Yeah, they're, they're dirty zebra infiltrators. Um. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, so th- so that's where she is. She's she's in an abandoned uh, uh, weapons factory, being hounded by uh, 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 brain bots. Um, and uh, so, uh, in a desperate a- attempt to uh, get to a a door and to presumable safety. She has to uh, cross a, a a big gap in in the the catwalk she's running across, and the uh, only thing that occurs to her is to slowly, painfully inch herself through the air by telekinetically lifting herself. <laughs> uh, and the prose is very good; it it very much sells like how uh, uh, hideously uh, painful and exhausting this is to do <laughs> uh, to literally um, lift herself up by her own uh, uh, bootstraps. Yeah, left her up by her um, own TK, using Mage Hand on her own body. Um, yeah, yeah, because because um, a feature of this story is that like magic is physically exhausting. That's something that like we only really ever rarely came up with in PH, and it 
really just never mattered outside of like the the stint in which Blackjack was just just incapable of magic for like a couple of chapters. But it didn't really matter at the time, and I didn't really think to bring it up because PH is bad and it doesn't do a good job of showing the stuff off. But in the original story, it's important to note that magic is like physically tiring. It pulls from your stamina, just like doing anything else is. So it's not just as simple as using magic to solve problems. But yeah, we get a big, exciting um, uh, Indy escapes the rolling boulder set piece as the the catwalk uh, collapses behind her. As she finally gets the door and to safety, there's there's a there's a brain bot still still alive and still puttering around trying to figure out how to get at her, and so she uh, intentionally uh, kicks at the remaining platform uh, to cause it to land on it. Um, and uh, Pip takes satisfaction in the sound of the brain case shattering, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I like took took a point to note. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get another mention a little in further in here of like uh, Pip sort of uh, change, like the, the wasteland kind of changing her a little bit. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's, she's, she's like getting harder and, and meaner a little. Yeah, where we're getting notes of, of the like wasteland starting to have a negative impact on her psyche. Yeah, so she, she's getting much more creative with her swears. Like she, the, the story goes out of its way to stop and have, have Pip mention that like ever since uh, the, the Raider Den, like her swears have becoming been getting increasingly creative. <laughs> it's and, a character and, point. There's <laughs> a creative usage of swearing. But uh, very notably and sort of chillingly, um, she doesn't comment on uh, finding the sound of the brain case shattering satisfying. She just uh, says as much. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that it doesn't occur to her that that's maybe a little fucked up. Yeah, um, just a little bit. Uh, but I mean, honestly, um, if I had been harassed by demented, um, uh, cyborg racist. lightning guns, I, I, <laughs> and racist ones so. at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, we, we, we get into the, the office and safety. Uh, there's a chill out where we're introduced to the room. There's a placard and I actually took very specific notes on this. There's a placard reading iron shod fighter arms. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Followed by Pip's commentary. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, that's great. so good. That is really yeah. good. It is really good. This is a good story. <laughs> it is a good story. Hey, fi. This is a good story. It is a good story. Um, <laughs> um, that's that's always like one of those things that like I, I like I always like forget about um, Fall Equestria is there's a lot of like incidental comedy in it that that like it's just just cute moments like this but yeah anyways it's also format like the the joke uh, uh lands on the page because it's formatted well like the 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 iron shot firearms and then the 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 subtitle underneath are like uh, uh center intended on the page uh so that like it reads like a marquee it's it's just good. Uh, so there's some. Uh, I, I I I I see some of the things that uh, Phi that, that that really drew Phi into this 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 universe. The incredibly discordant uh, 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 small horse war propaganda, uh, and then we see Applejack's gun. Um, yes, and we know instantly it's Applejack's gun because it has her uh, tramp stamp on it. Because she painted uh, it like that. Yes. Uh... <laughs> And That's... like I'm trying to figure out what, like, it it is me- a messed up thing to do to a gun, 
Um, yeah. Because like I'm, I, I was, I, I'm struggling to think of like what the cl- closest comparison for a human being would be like. Like I, I yeah. think it would just be like putting your um, initials on it, but it's very close to just putting a portrait of yourself on the the, the, the <laughs> grip of a guy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we're introduced to Little Mac or Little Macintosh, uh, the fire. Yep. Which is uh, the uh, which I'm only bringing up like the name and stuff because it's an, it's the iconic firearm of Fallen Equestria. Uh, so so there's there's dozens of of good little moments throughout this entire chapter. It's very slow. It's mm-hmm. it's very meandering and and, and just you know, like a, a full of you know some sort of uh, slice of life in the horror uh, the, the the horrid afterscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't note them all down, but I did go out of my way to note um, that while uh, Little Pip is looting, she takes a bite out of an apple and finds a bullet in it. Um, <laughs> that that uh, her 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 uh, saddlebag had been shot uh, mm-hmm. during all the chaos, and uh, a bullet got into one of her apples, and it was just a, a neat little moment. So we get the uh, she she unlocks a display case using um, uh, whoever worked here's computer. And we find out that they were a cousin of uh, of uh, of Applejack, uh, one of the original uh, six uh, small horses. Yes, and one of the uh, ministry mares. And so it was, it was sent to her cousin to like you know try and keep you know connections even after everything you know all the horrors of war and and um, I wanted to take a moment to talk about the lasting effects of uh, Little Mac, Little Macintosh on this community of horse perverts. I know you're listening out there, horse perverts. Um, uh, you are the bulk of our audience, um, and you're valid, horse <laughs> perverts. Uh, <coughs> so apparently, like now, there's just a trend and understanding, and, and Somber definitely had this um, that uh, all small horse in the wasteland heroes should have a named weapon. Yes. Um, and I don't know what to what degree it, it purely traces back to uh to 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 Little Mac, or if like Fallout Three is filled with like named oh, legendary guns. They are. Uh, if Fallout Three established the trend of the idea of like legendary guns have unique names and have unique stats that are stronger than the regular gun, and that's where Apple like Little Mac is a direct reference to. Uh, we'll get a couple more named guns that are like this as well. It's just that Little Mac is the iconic uh, FOE gun. It, it is the. It I is mean, the... it just occurs to me that, like, in a vacuum, before reading the rest of the story, it seems like this is a unique case because, mm-hmm. like, Applejack is a bougie redneck, <laughs> like the sort of person who would name a gun. <laughs> like, well, and also, um... also would be the kind of person who would send a gun to repair a family relationship with someone. Who they've fallen out with and we'll learn part of the reason why that happened is is part of like a yeah an but even like, darker trend in applejack's history within this story and um, moreover name it <laughs> like yeah um it it just seems like like naming gun seems like a unique thing to the socioeconomic like the, the the pathology of someone like applejack and an older applejack um uh, so, like, I would, I would sort of expect, uh, uh, Little Macintosh to, to be a unique case, but, um, now I, I guess I know better. Uh, uh mild spoilers. Uh, oh, well. Um, um yeah, but I, I still think that your point is valid, because even of the na- the incidentally named guns, 
this is the one that carries weight to having a name and having a unique individual character as opposed to all other guns like this is this is like i said this is the gun of Italy. it is, it is yeah. the most iconic weapon prop within this story and it's because it carries a lot of sentimental weight weight to not only characters from the past but also carries a lot of like personal weight to the protagonist because it's the like you know it's it's it is it is almost a companion to them throughout the course of the story uh going forwards as well uh so 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 uh, carrying on um uh little pip confesses to having sort of abandoned her main quest mm-hmm. which i think is just commentary on how you wind up playing a bethesda game <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but within the context of uh, Little Pip's story specifically, like it's not as though she has any leads. <laughs> like uh, it's not as though there's any way for her to like meaningfully follow up on trying to find uh, where where Velvet Remedy went. Yeah, there's no um, quest marker pointing her in the direction. <laughs> and so, like, she's just trying to like make do uh, and missing and and kind of missing the stability and and certainty of like. Knowing where your room is, like, like it yeah. was, it was, it was crushed. It was, it was crushingly, uh, almost lethally boring back in Stable Two. But um, at this point, she'd take a, she'd happily accept some boredom right now. Yeah. Um, over the the sheer like uh, upendedness of of everything all the time. Uh, she uh, sees an, another uh, um, a sprite bot. Uh, meandering around the uh around the wasteland air and tries to harass it, hoping that to to get in contact with Watcher, because she is um extremely bored and alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, which really does lend to like yeah that like yeah uh, these two things combined like really lends to the the largely sort of slice of life atmosphere of this chapter. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 kind of boring, but in a in a in a pretty nice way. Yeah, like in a deliberate way, as opposed to yeah. like, uh, just being boring. Uh, it's I, I guess it's 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 sort of like some of those long stretches in um, two towers uh, mm-hmm. that are about uh, a pair of hobbits like uh, traveling across a bleak landscape, and we have a, a moment where she just enjoys a can of spark cola. <laughs> um, <laughs> we see another. Uh, we're introduced to another ministry, the Ministry of Morale, as we see a, a damaged Pinkie Pie uh, poster. I do enjoy the um, she's candy cane striped in her older age. Yes. Um, it does. It does still bother me that like I, I have to like tune out a part of my brain and just sort of accept this is the conceit of the setting. Yeah. Uh, because I I can see like. Pinkie Pie being given the job of like, okay, you're a government uh, agent now. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to be the morale minister. If we all get ministries. I want to do morale. Mine's gonna and... be the ministry of parties. Yeah, and um. like for for the conceit of of the thing, like yeah, they 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 all have a falling out. They all like sort of lose their way. That's how it has to be. But I can't stop thinking that like it's a bit of. It, it's a bit of necessary character assassination. Get the keep keep the sort of like themes and plot moving, but otherwise, like Pinkie Pie would be the one mm-hmm. <laughs> of the cast. To go, uh, this isn't fun. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, forcing people to have fun isn't fun. Like I'm done with this. Like we need to stop. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. I I, I guess uh, um, it's it's one of those things where you just have to kind of accept that this is a particular reading of the character. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I, I but I agree with you in the sense that like. 
if this was just like, well, I mean, if this was just the you know regular story, like none of this would like be happening. It would have just been like, hey, girls, we're gonna get the elements of harmony together. And we're gonna blast the bad guy and save the world. But like you know, that didn't happen this time. It's kind of yeah. sort of that's the that's the conceit of the story. That's the divergence from the regular timeline. Is that that didn't happen, and all of their like efforts to try and fix it kind of just made everything worse and yeah is what led us i i i I just yeah i i just have to like put it aside like this is uh, in order for this timeline to happen in in this timeline pinkie pie is a slightly different person and that's okay uh i think i think it might just be that i'm overprotective because like i i like like pinkie pie a lot well i i empathize with like neurodivergent like characters like i like um I, I want to assume the best out of like the Pinkie Pies of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I, part of me resents the idea that like, <laughs> no, she's, she's too good. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think that this story, at least FOE, not the, not stuff like PH makes a really good case of like selling that sort of transformation though. Like they, mm. they had a lot of time to go down that road of hell. And become different well, people. We'll find out. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see to what degree I agree with that. Um, uh, so the Watcher is back. The Watcher like, uh, shows up now, of all times, to startle her uh, while she's looking at this weird poster. Um, and um, laments that, you know, it was a good idea on paper. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't even know any of the details, and I can already tell you it wasn't. Uh, so the Watcher, like... This is the part where the Watcher is very clingy and desperate <laughs> to uh, reading to me, in that like, uh, well, if you're unhappy, I, I, I see you. Oof, I see you got some armor. Uh, and Pip does not like, doesn't like, just sort of starts to walk away with her cola mm-hmm. um, at that because like, what a, what a, what else was I supposed to find um, re- re- in reference to her like um, awful, uh, gross Raider armor? Uh, and I see you haven't gotten any friends though. And, like, Pip is justifiably frustrated at that, because, like, who? <laughs> you mean the guys who? that shot me? Friends with whom? Whomst. Yeah, uh, stuff, and, like, and, stuff like this really made me really early, like, really worried. At the, like, really early on in the story in my original reading, because I was so worried that, like, this story was going to be way more cynical than it kind of, like, turned out to be because of stuff like this. Yeah, um, um, and it's also a little unfair because like last chapter was a was a video game. Yeah, like she she had plenty of opportunities to make friends, but they were like they 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 disappeared once their quest marker. Like, like, yeah, their scripts like, ran out and they had to go retreat. Yeah, like I just I just saw the words uh, "prisoner rescued" and they like blinked out of existence. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> they disappeared really uh, with a chicken behind. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Uh, but then, like, the Watcher babbles about, well, maybe you just need to, like, find your virtue. I beg your pardon? <laughs> just bit like, but, What the fuck's uh, a virtue? And, and like, knowing about the original, like, within the context of knowing what, what, what the original series is, it, it really, like, on the one hand, like, my, like, I, I had two reactions to this. My first reaction was, like, man, Watcher, you're making some assumptions here <laughs> that, like, you were really desperate for this person to be a protagonist, huh? Yeah. Like, you're just real desperate that this person, like, represents a fundamental, like, um, 
uh, 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 element of harmony. Huh. Um, <laughs> please be the element of friendship. Please be the element of friendship. Uh, <laughs> pl- yeah, p- please, please be, please be one of the like. Please be a protagonist. Please, please be a, ma- a major named character. But on the other hand, he does have some, like, like on a, on a sort of a meta level, she did kill five, uh, like, like wipe out a raider day. Wipe yeah. out like five orcs, <laughs> um, like uh, insane uh, 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 um, uh, thrill killers. Pretty good evidence there that you're dealing with someone special. Well, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's kind of like banking on the potential, meaning that she also has like s- something more to her than she's just a particularly proficient killer. Uh, so, and he uh, he cuts out. In, in the middle of, of saying something, and Pip is so disgusted and confused with, like, that interaction, she does not mind. <laughs> but then, after a little bit, uh, a sudden, a new broadcast comes over the, uh, the, the, the drone, and this time it's not in a roboticized voice, it's a broadcast. Some demigog, uh, somewhere nearby, is, is, is preaching about a return to glory! And so she, uh, uh, gets into a tall building, looks looks uh, looks across the the waist with binoculars, and sees, hey, it's a town. What well, might be a town? There's smokestacks that might not be raiders burning the thing down. That's <laughs> good signs. Uh, I hope that's not burning corpses this time. Um. Oh, and look, uh, a wagon. Like somebody is is has a, some sort of horrible two headed thing dragging a wagon. Uh, there's a kid in it, and they don't look uh, completely flustered and panicked. This is, this is, it's, everything's coming up, Pip. Gosh. Uh, so, so Pip uh, makes her her way over. Um, there's, there's some, a little bit of adventure stuff that happens here, uh, but nothing, like, significant. Um, only, only to, to sort of highlight that, that uh, Little Mac is, is, is quite the gun. Um, it's a fairly, uh, fairly powerful so much, magnum revolver. Yeah. So much so that when she uh, uh, activates the world, uh, <laughs> she can uh, fire off uh, every round in it before her world of stop time collapses. Jojo stands no chance. Uh, anyway, so so in in this uh, in between point A and point B, she comes across uh, what she assumes is an abandoned camp. Um, actually, she doesn't even say that. She just uh, sees that she. Uh, Sees a camp and immediately starts looting it <laughs> without a, without a second thought or commentary. Like there's a camp, uh, taking everything in it. That's full of delicious stuff I can steal, or rather that she desperately needs to steal. She she is she's gone full gremlin, and uh, she's shot. And we know that we're definitely not operating on video game logic here. Uh, that we're we're not currently in the midst of a video game because it it's meaningful. Yeah, it <laughs> she fucking shot hurts. in the leg, and that's a problem for her leg and using it. Yeah, it fucking hurts. Uh, and so she's being assaulted by uh, uh, someone in the air. Um, wouldn't you know it? That when you when you when you loot a, a camp, uh, maybe somebody owned that camp and just nearby. Yes, Especially when you're dressed like a raider. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> well, it's just important to note. So, 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 Pip, Pip's first assumption is that this is yet another like insane uh, uh, wasteland murderer, uh, like just about everybody else she's met that isn't just an NPC that flickers out of existence once rescued. Uh, so, like, uh, uh, bleeding out 
uh, nearly unconscious, she 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 makes one last effort and and yells, uh, "Shoot me all you want, but I'll I swear to God I'll kill you if you touch that caravan." Um, <laughs> to which her assailant goes, "Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Wait a minute! Now hold on a second. <laughs> um, um." And it's calamity. And Yay! He, he, he makes it. It it's his strict policy to uh, kill any raider that that appears to be approaching uh, innocent folk. <laughs> it's the best character in the whole story. And uh, the little foal in the wagon shouts, "Calamity! What have you done?" Uh, to which, like his presumed response after Pip uh, blacks out, uh, in thus ending the chapter, is, "What is it? It's a raider." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, yay! I, I I don't understand what what you expected me to do. A seer raider, I shoot it. Didn't so you notice all the spikes they were wearing? So hopefully she will wake up not wearing uh gross blood soaked orc armor, covered in spikes um, and leather straps. Uh, and that's the chapter. Yay! Uh, Calamity's here, the best character. He is. Uh, he's, he's immediately pretty great. Yes, um, he's, he's very charming. Uh, uh, double rifles, like, under his wings, uh, kind of thing. So it's, uh... Yeah. Um... Uh, oh, I, I, I guess a bit of, a uh, bit of color is that daring the, the, the shootout, uh, with, with Calamity. It's a very comic book way to introduce the character. Like, we, we, we are introduced to the fact that this is a proficient, uh, killer... <laughs> Uh, by way of uh, our hero, who has uh, demonstrated themselves to be very proficient, uh, losing in a yeah, fight. Yeah, just, just immediately, like, just getting squashed by uh, by this, this expert gunman. Uh, again, we, we, we go back to, to, to wrestling terms. Like, this is, this is putting over uh, <laughs> the, the new member of your roster. Like, yeah. that, that, that we have our baby face. Like, we, we have our, our Hogan, our, our protagonist, come in. Uh, after racking up a bunch of wins and proving, like, yeah, being put over themselves, being proven they're strong, and then we put over uh, the, the the new guy uh, without burying our baby face, mind you, like 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 our baby face was snuck up on, like was was caught <laughs> caught unawares. It gets uh, and they put up a to good, the back. Yeah, they, they 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 put up a good fight. They they do a cool thing by telekinetically lifting a boulder as an impromptu shield. Uh, so so we don't bury our baby face. But we do make sure that we use the babyface's heat to, to transfer and put over our, our, our the new member of our roster. Yeah, Calamity. Yeah, who is who is great. Um, uh, so it's a good introduction. Uh, K Cat's good writer. Uh, I mostly enjoyed myself, though. You know, so through through some of the boring part, I did uh, my eight my my uh, my uh, little goblin ADD brain did uh, cause me to open up the browser on a. On a game, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I immediately closed it again uh, because I, I had reading to do. But um, uh, so yeah, uh, dull in parts, but uh, for the most part, like yes, it, uh, this is a good thing, and and it gets a lot better from here because because calamity like really opens up the story a lot uh, by being virtue of being a second voice in the story that the main character can bounce off of, and he's a very charming, fun character. Like because he's not twenty one, like he's not like. 
21 like 21 is insufferable and awful and like i hate every time i I think i can sum up most of like my impression of 21 with uh uh uh, one word (laughs) (laughs) yeah quote quote 21 (laughs) (laughs) women am i right fellas yeah uh And and Morning Glory doesn't add much to the pot either by being like a neoliberal simpering wimp. Uh, but Calamity shows up and he's just a big old bundle of personality. He flies in like majestically sun in his back. Actually, the sun isn't out, but you know what I mean? Like, if it was um, out, it'd be in his back. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, we're first introduced to him as like, no, this is a, this is, this is a virtuous horse. Of of great martial uh, 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 prowess, and he's got a cowboy hat. <laughs> he does. Um, <laughs> he has he has a cowboy hat in his heart and in his voice and on um, his head. Yeah, and is on his head. Uh, <laughs> cowboy hat uh, all the way down. So, is there anything you'd recommend? Uh, Gosh. Besides, uh, um. um uh, can I recommend? It's a very weak introduction as compared to can we be doing anything else, which is no longer relevant because, like, uh, I'm having you know we're having a good time here. With it. Yeah, but it's just like other things you could be having a good time with, and like yeah, and and having a good time with. I would recommend like uh, I, I recently read all the way through Kill Six Billion Demons. I think I may have recommended this on a previous chapter, but I'm still going to recommend it again because it gets upgraded relatively frequently, and it's just to fantastic webcomic that like is just incredible and pretty and and nice to look at and has cool story and is full of cool uh ladies doing it for themselves um (laughs) (laughs) um, and it's just a fun read but yeah that's the only thing that can really jump out of my head do you got anything that you want to recommend uh i'm i'm sort of embarrassed like on the one hand, I'm embarrassed I spent the money because I don't have money. Like I have like precious little income. Uh, I'm you know uh, living kind of hand to mouth. But I did uh, buy a game off of Steam called Chaos Galaxy, which is a uh, Koei inspired grand strategy game, which means that it's um, a three X game. <laughs> uh, like it, it's it's a four X without the exploration part. You 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 inhabit a known world. <laughs> The galaxy has long since been explored, and you have everybody's phone numbers. Like there's 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 no exploration to do. It's 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 all immediate politicking, basically. Of uh, uh, and um, it, it's the the premise is basically uh, romance of the three kingdoms in space, and it's so good. Uh, it's 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 it has really beautiful pixel art. It's by um, an incredibly small Chinese development team. Uh, and I'm just so in love with it. Uh, I've 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 poured a ridiculous number of hours into it. Uh, I hope to be finally free of this addiction before long. Um, and I hope that I'm free of the, the my addiction to playing it before I have like beaten it with every fashion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I uh, yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is the the sort of like emergent storytelling uh, moments. And uh, there, 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 there's there isn't like a, a a plot. There isn't a like story campaign where you get a whole bunch of like dialogue between characters. But there are like a handful of achievements you can do that cause story events um, that are very flavorful and interesting. Um, I think I think uh, the mo- 
the thing that I want to try and use to sell uh, the audience on this game uh, that was hilarious when it happened to me in my most recent playthrough. So there's a, a merchant mercantile faction. And uh, something can ha you can do something that will cause uh, the Empire to declare war on you, the Imperial Court to declare war on you. So I wound up taking the capital of the Empire. <laughs> And as a result of this, it triggered another event that uh, created a, a very, very silly situation that is, like, deeply hilarious, mainly because it is so much a thing that, like, has happened in real-world human history that, that now the situation is that uh, the Galactic Empire and the Imperial Court are two separate factions. The Galactic Empire is also a very tiny vassal faction under the control of the South Sea Merchant Guild. And uh, what was that name of that game again? For people Chaos Galaxy. Yeah, and I recommend to Kill Six Billion Demons, and we should uh, probably... I also recommend Kill Six Billion Demons. <laughs> you should Fine. recommend Kill Six Billion Demons. Um, you can also check us out at uh, our Twitter. Oh, right. Uh, mine's incredibly uh, not safe work. It's Thou Art Fi. Um, if you want to check out for uh, hot fan art ladies and also hot hot takes and me complaining about things uh that's where you can get it uh you can if for for substantially less of all of that uh and much more cute animals and tutorials uh you can check out weirds uh twitter uh what was that again at weirdington e yeah and if you want to email us if you, if you have questions comments concerns uh recipes suggestions uh i actually do need those <laughs> Yeah, send your I, recipes. I'm, like in in lieu of like paying full rent, I'm basically like my roommate's housekeeper mm -hmm, and like live and cook. But uh, yeah, so if you want to get those, uh, email to, to weirdingtonesq at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget about uh, uh, speaking about weird situation. We also have like a Ko-Fi page where you can donate money towards weird. If you want to help us out, if you want to help us out at all, I'd recommend helping out Weird, uh, since Weird is it, in sort of a perpetual like situation of uh, perpetual near poverty, uh, and that would really help us. It, out it hasn't been as desperate as as it has been in the past. Like uh, like uh, Meteor X isn't threatening necessarily to destroy me at any moment, but it it is it is like. But the nature of being lower class means anything can go wrong at any moment and completely. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the slightest medical problem will, will uh, snuff me out like a candle. Yes. Um, That's capitalism, baby. Fi? Fi, how you feeling? How you uh, doing? I'm feeling great. I'm really looking forward to the next chapter uh, of this, where you finally get introduced to Calamity, the best character, and I can go back to drawing Calamity fan art, um, and this machine <laughs> kills fascists on his guns, because that shit's great. Uh, and I think this is a great idea overall. Oh, well, I'll have to take your word for it. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Uh, we're going to get on the Dominic Deacon one soon, I promise. Bye.